Welcome. Welcome to the Desiring Brethren podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, good to have you back for another episode of our This. This is it. You know what you're getting. You're over 40 episodes in. <laughs> Same gold. Hey, we're close to a name change. This might be like the last episode they hear with this name. Are we going to get fined or something like that? It's so passe, <laughs> brethren. Well, I mean, I listened. I actually listened to some of our episodes. Hmm. I think that I'm the one who brings the brethren to Desiring Brethren. You're bringing brethren back. You guys are like Desiring Nondom or something. <laughs> yeah, we can't make up our mind. Uh, speaking of non-denominational. <laughs> I'm kidding. Folks, we have a special, different, unique treat with us today. Introduce yourself, guys. You go ahead. Hey, uh, my my name is Jesse Nakano. Um, I'm a friend of uh, Jackson and... Tanner Hoffs and uh, I knew J- I knew Dave um, back in the day. Don't bring your humor here, Jesse. Don't do this. Hey guys, okay, let's take it out again. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Jesse Nakano. I'm a I'm a fourth year business of commerce student. You're the uh, worst. In my last stop. semester. Oh no. Okay, sorry. Good, Jesse. Yeah. That's great to have you here on the podcast with Thanks. us. Welcome, welcome. And our second unknown guest is revealing himself right now. Hi, I'm Josh Seward. I am a friend of all of these guys here. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Josh is here on a press tour, a media tour he's doing right now to advertise his uh, sick video he just put out. Which one is this? Oh, uh, water bottle flipping. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bro edition. (laughs) Bro edition. Why don't you give us a little... A teaser, a teaser. Well, it is uh, a typical water bottle flipping video with with a twist... (laughs) Uh, there's some John Denver music, which really does not <laughs> does not fit at all. <laughs> That's great. All right, nice. We'll uh, have to share that on our Facebook page when yeah. we have our special guests. Thanks for being here, you two. And the reason we brought them in is because we have a very pressing issue to discuss that Jesse actually brought up with me. I was strung out for topics, <laughs> so I'm at school. Hey, Jesse, got any ideas? And he said, yeah. And I said, you want to be on the podcast? He said, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so we'll get to the nitty gritty of it. This episode, as you can tell, folks, as you saw in the click, is about dating in Bible colleges. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, just to make it clear, we all went to Carmel, right? Yeah, I went to Mount Carmel Bible School. College. Uh, I went to Mount Carmel Bible College in Edmonton. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Uh, Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. It, they're a college. I think. I think Clint's. He's trying. I think it's pretty strong. Like, with getting found in Google search, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you attend any other Bible college? Nope. <laughs> okay, you didn't do like just YWM the one or? true. Just the true just one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This he is, is the brethren one here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Tanner, you're at Regent in different circumstances, right? Yeah, my wife did two Bible colleges, and I have done two now because I am now in Regent. Right. So we are a couple of experts over here. And I went to Alberta Bible College as well. It's a dark phase in my life. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I've come back to the light. The prodigal son has returned. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> At any Easy. rate, so we are all like, what a weird thing. Everyone in the same room has been to Bible college. It doesn't happen in the real life. Bible college isn't a real life thing. Anyways, okay, before we dive into this, I think that I want to clarify for like our four secular listeners (laughs) 
how there's a distinction or might be a distinction between Christian dating and secular dating. Hmm. Right. So a, a first thing is like we I think we say like going out for coffee. Is it considered a date in Christian circles? Yeah. If you're no, I kiss dating goodbye, man. Okay, is that a plug? That was a plug. Can you cut that? Can you edit that part out? Actually, <laughs> like right now, not later. <laughs> um, going out for coffee. Yeah, going out for coffee totally sure. is a date. That's a date. <laughs> we got uh, so if that's like the lowest one, then like anything mm-hmm. above that, dinner, movie, ice cream, and then engage gelato. Yeah, and then <laughs> wait, wait, did does did Josh agree with this definite? Do you agree with that definition of date, Josh? Going out for coffee? Or, or, you know, everything they've mentioned, gelato and the likes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's a date. Okay, so based on that criteria, can you look back and go, wait, I have been on one? It's probably been accidental. And mm. then I look back and realize, oh, geez, maybe that was... Oh, okay. oh like a retrospective. Nice. Like, when, like some maybe someone kind of suggested to you that, that you go on a harmless hangout. And then at right. the end, you go, wait, wait a minute. That... That was a Christian date. (laughs) (laughs) I did that with a girl, and she found out at the end that it was a date. She was not happy. Poor thing. thing. That happens. I think that happens too often. I wonder if both parties have to like agree that this is a date for it's considered one. I think so. Like consensus. Totally. (laughs) Okay. Good. So I want one. One other thing that I want to distinguish is a date and dating. Right, so we use the words like going steady mm-hmm. in the fifties, and I do now. But, <laughs> but so Josh, you could have been very well on a date, right? But if like you were to ask you if you were dating in Carmel, you would say definite no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for adding that adjective. <laughs> a hard no. <laughs> no. When when we were thinking about when when you told me the topic, I was like, we gotta get well, like we gotta get Josh here because yeah, 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 yeah. he because he was hanging out with me, and I was like, he could be the perfect guy who just didn't go on dates during Carmel. <laughs> Just we'll we'll do a quick we'll do a quick poll. Okay, yes and no. Tanner, did you date during Bible college? I dated twice in Carmel in an eight month program. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you guys. Uh, all right, that's why I wasn't going to go first. You guys suck. No, okay, next. Moving on to the next. <laughs> no, okay, Jesse, your turn. Um, I did. I did date. Uh, for six of the eight months. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, did you? No. Quick and easy? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. For sure, no. <laughs> did you go on a date? No. Uh, Josh, your turn. Uh, no. No. No date? No date or dating. Okay. Attempted? Attempted. Nope. No, man. You would succeed every time. <laughs> Easily. There's no attempt with him. And I dated once. Once, yeah. Oh, during ABC. During Bible college. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. ABC. Yeah. But we're talking about Mount, or we're talking about Bible college. Yeah. So, so oh, yeah, okay. I did date. Did you date during Mount Carmel Bible College? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just think, that, I honestly think that there might be listeners who just don't know what Carmel is when we just say Carmel. No. Are you getting paid by Carmel? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mount Carmel Bible like, College. Mount Carmel. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, is, is your quota? Is, is your is your family solely Carmel alumni? Because if it is, then we can just call it Carmel. Uh. No, I think. no, no, it's no, no. not. It's not. Okay, okay, okay. So, did you date during Mount Carmel <laughs> Bible College? <laughs> I, I did. I did date. Flea. I didn't know that. Yeah, we could talk more about that later. So, <laughs> yeah, and then so it was only it was five months. 
Okay. <clears throat> Thanks for bearing your souls, everyone. We will oh, that now. Was hard. Now we will judge and evaluate our decisions in life. So you, yeah, proponents, yeah. Tanner and Jesse, defend okay. yourselves. Why is it good, or was it good, to date during Bible college? Wait, why are we the proponents? Yeah, because you did. But so did you. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, okay. you did too. <laughs> okay, sure. I, I went through. I went through. I can remember this so clearly. Actually, it's insane. I went through all of junior high and high school without having a girlfriend. Um, I did one time. I, I like I, this, I. I remember it was in grade seven or eight. This girl came down the stairs and I said, "Hey, how's it going?" And then I gave her a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I think we. I, I maybe jokingly held her hand on the bus, like jokingly, but it felt super good. <laughs> um, okay, but so then, so this. I'm just trying to set the context. I never dated. This is super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and then I remember it was a, it was grade twelve, and then I remember specifically thinking like, wait a minute, I'm going to a place that's gonna have a magical place. I'm gonna have going to a place that has girls with the same ideology right, and beliefs as me. Right. And I was like, right. that makes for a great possible partner or person to be with. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting so excited thinking about that, like, whoa, there might be someone here for me. So I think that once that little seed was planted in my head, it sprouted right. quickly. Yeah. Like quickly, like I was, it was game over. I was, I was going to find someone and they were going to be my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) That hit the nail on the head so well. That's why you're here. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Kate Tanner, how can you uh, follow up to that? Anything to add? (laughs) Man, I can't even. I remember at the time I was convinced like... Now I'm mature enough. Like, I'm a man now. Right. <laughs> Because it was like, I was living on my own. I had a job. I was paying my own bills. I, like, had dealt with some emotional stuff in my own life. Then was like, yeah, let's date. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So that happened quick. And then, like, Dave and I both were raised on the lore of Tom McPherson. <laughs> oh. Explain this myth. That makes so much sense. Like, he's a folk hero to me. Okay, but did you see it's Valentine's Day t- and today they're like been married for five years and he posts this YouTube video of a song he wrote for her with lyrics. Like, I mean, the lore only continues; it only builds. <laughs> it only builds. Yeah. I was like, you, "This is insane, Tom. You're you're you are folk hero, really." <laughs> Dave, talk about yeah. Tom as folk hero when we were in high school. I don't think I would do it justice like you would, but uh, Tom is a true romantic. Like, yeah, <laughs> and and it, and he went through a. I can relate somewhat because he went through a very tortured experience uh, chasing this girl, and and he and it ate him up inside. And he and he vented through his music, so he wrote all oh, these okay. songs that were so great. And in Carmel, he would like, you know, fast and then for like a week, but he had like no some problem in his relationship, and then it would be like the greatest thing in the world, and yeah. then like disaster. I can see that dude walking around in bare feet all day, like sackcloth and ashes, doing penance. He's, he's very huh. intense. And so, yeah, I mean, Mount Carmel, Mount Carmel Bible College's focus is faith meets life, actually. And I, I honestly felt like, okay, I have to figure out how to date well. Why not be around a bunch of Christians as I learn how to date? That doesn't seem crazy to me. So, I don't know. Hmm. We'll get back to whether you guys think it was a good idea for you to date during Carmel. But right now, those are really great arguments. But why why didn't you guys, you, Dave and, and Josh, date in Bible college? For me, almost all of the girls in our class were strangers. 
And so, like, I'm just getting oh. to know them. They weren't people that yeah. I grew up yeah. with, and so oh. there wasn't any built anything about them. Getting to know strangers. And the second thing was I was just super shy and mm. extremely socially awkward. Oh, you're my little puppy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, terif- <laughs> terrified of asking girls out for all of my life up until that point. Yeah, no, I... Uh, Dave. But I think, Dave, you, like Josh, came in with a choice. I'm not convinced this was just shyness. Oh, no, not at all. No? You were like me. Like, you came in like like, like a dog going... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was never not like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. From, totally. like, age five. To, that's... But, uh, no, I've, I've never... I've always been against firm, like, black and white stances on this sort of thing. So. Mm. Yeah. Was that similar for you, Josh? The biggest reason was I was shy, I think. Mm. And I was petrified of girls in junior high and right up until high school. Mm. But then I think the biggest reason I didn't jump on any opportunity or something was the teachers at Carmel kept saying, you get in what you put out. Or you... <laughs> Did you, I say that you get right? Out, you get out what you, you get put out. What you put in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, sure. Yeah. And like everything they said, I took very seriously. I was like... I just wanted to reflect whatever they did and how they lived. So mm-hmm. I was like, it could be a distraction from what I get out of this year. But mm. you're, yeah, you're a gem. <laughs> so because these two did it, what benefits did you find from dating during Bible college? I I think that the absurd head rush, mm-hmm. like the dopamine insane rush that I got from dating like because I never dated before sure it, like enriched so many experiences of Mount Carmel no kidding which is like I always hate that that might be true I'm not sure for sure but like right I hate that maybe some of my best experiences were just because I was like in this insanely exciting part of my life where I'm wow. like whoa I've, I am acceptable for this girl you know wow. like it made things so sweet. Like it made things, everything was like exciting. And the, also sometimes the absolute worst, but right. yeah. yeah. Tanner yeah. got benefits in your head too. I'm just, I keep thinking about like, you know how the Saturday night live writers, there was like a time where they were all known that they were all on cocaine. Like that was just what you oh, did. Yeah. 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 And I've just imagined like when Jesse <laughs> talks about like, well, one of the benefits is like, I was just on a high all year. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, there's probably like a lot of detriments, but like, man, that enhanced my experience. <laughs> the thing is, I, 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 I doubt it, it was like, it's that much different. Like, you yeah. you literally your brain goes crazy like at least mm. mine did like I <laughs> I don't know I I felt like insane I never felt that way before it was just mm. like whoa this is I feel designed for this oh that's so what they say after cocaine I feel designed <laughs> no they do not no <laughs> <laughs> well maybe they do they go yeah yeah I was made for it. yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, no what was good for me I I think it was good I think the reason of like doing it while you're in a Christian community and you're trying to figure out how to do life totally applied i had teachers i could go to because i broke up during carmel which is also a hard thing Mm -hmm. to do yeah and you have to learn how to break up dealing with that with other people like roommates like jackson Mm -hmm. and jared and then also having teachers around that was great Mm -hmm. i mean the thing with bible college is it's a lot like everybody else who goes to normal college and then they date but in normal college, you don't have professors who help you out to sort through this stuff. Yeah, that's true. And you have classmates that might help you and they might have good advice <laughs> or they might have really awful advice. Mm-hmm. So it was a huge benefit for me to learn that. So from the other side, just tear apart those uh, 
presuppositions as like <laughs> they sound like benefits, but really they're not at all, right? Because there's a reason that our professors and instructors at Mount Carmel say don't date here, right? Mm-hmm. With what Jackson's saying, as people who didn't date during Carmel, did the people who dated did they hurt your experience at Carmel? The people dating definitely did not in any way hurt my uh, experience at Bible College, mm. um, even in a small way. I, I I have no doubt that some people are affected by it, but yeah, I, there was a couple relationships in our year and didn't affect my experience at all either. Hmm. Do you feel like you got less out of those people? Like it, it's not that there was a bunch of drama and it affected you and cast a you know a shadow over the year, but just right. like I've definitely heard the argument from people where it's like. I only get eight months with you and I wasn't actually able to get to know you because you were only around this other person. The whole class lost out on Mm. you. Right. I think it depends on the relationship. Like Mm. some relationships, they can just be together all the time and then you never see them. But then I think other relationships, they're really mature about it and they, Mm. they'll be a little more independent, a little bit uh, more open to doing stuff with everyone. Yeah. If I could just jump in, I remember like, well, and I, I, I'll try to be careful here, but Christian, my brother, he was unofficially affi- like mm. in a relationship with one of one of his classmates. Well, he's married to her now, and I don't have to. Him and him and Amanda, like mm. they people kind of knew they kind of did, but they just kept they kept on the DL for months. And 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 Christian firmly believes, and I agree. I, I think he's right that it it, it kept the class like the, it wasn't. It was all about them, but it just like it really helped the dynamic of the class just to to kind of just keep it relaxed during the school year, hmm. you know? And I, yeah. and I remember during my year, like I got distracted in the sense of like, yeah, I was, you know, we were dating and, mm. and, and it was, it was pretty good. And we were really good about being in the community, mm. but mm. I remember specifically, like I did not hang out with Josh Gilker, mm. who was my best friend. Yeah. I didn't hang out. And I remember he was really hurt by it. Yeah. And, and honestly, maybe to this day, I still need to like, go. like we're, we're good, but like I, it, uh. it was, it was, it was hard on him. You know, it wasn't hard on the class, but I remember for him, it was like, I was like, we were best friends in Carmel for the first two months. And I got a girlfriend. I was like, Bye. Like, <laughs> like, Hey, thanks so much. You kind of helped me, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's this dopamine thing happening now. <laughs> <laughs> he like, it was like, we're, it's like, he's like, he's the guy like giving me the boost up to the cliff and I don't pull him up. I just say, all right, thanks man. <laughs> Like it's like he's like no no you gotta you gotta pull me up now I was like I, I have to go <laughs> there's things I gotta do on this class. yeah I told, I hear what you're saying I I would say that as we've already pointed out Mount Carmel Bible College Tanner was saying that their slogan is like where faith meets life it it is this opportunity for the other people in the class yeah to experience part of life which is your friends date people mm-hmm. and that yeah changes the way that you interact with them and like it, it's just part of life and I, mm-hmm. like and it's a good space to learn to deal with that just like everything else mm-hmm. okay so i know we're talking about mount carmel because that's what we have in common which is great right um mm-hmm. mount carmel the teachers at the start of the year there's no rule but the teachers strongly encourage you not to date I mean, there's like this, I think it's apocryphal, this story, but that like <laughs> they, they banned dating one year and then like the day after grad, there was like 
four engagements or oh, yeah. something. I've heard no that's, way. That, that's, I've heard that. I'm not saying it's not is true. It real? Don't substantiate it, like, it at all. It just, I need it to be a myth. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's got to be true. No, I don't. I, it's, like, it's like Tom. Like, what's myth and what's reality? <laughs> yeah. That's the great thing about poll questions, yeah. I think that that story is best is best served as as taken as truth because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's best served hot. <laughs> so so but so Mount Carmel hasn't banned it since then. But like the teachers discourage it. Mm. Why do you think they do that? And do you think like they know best? Like Josh, you were saying you really wanted to live the what they were teaching. Mm. Why do you think they did that? And do you think they were right in discouraging it? I think the biggest reason is it's an intensified year. Mm. It's like jam packed. It's only eight months long. It would be different if it was like a four year, like ABC or mm. or Vanguard or something, where it's like mm. a longer program. Mm-hmm. I was talking with someone about that, and they pointed out how, yeah, you just get one singular snapshot. Like you yeah. see that person in one context on a camp yeah, high totally. yeah, at yeah, their yeah. best, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you're yeah, serving sure. together. You're like helping people together and you're in community like it's just one piece glimpse of who they are and I'm like yeah that's a really good point like i'm the only one that has gone to bible college as a single person for an extended period of time and when i arrived in my second year like the same sort of professors and instructors that are helpful and they want to do life and share with you i, I walked on campus and he said you're single i said yeah you, you should start dating <laughs> and i was like this is backwards <laughs> and he's but but he understood it in a different context you're going to see people in various lights in like a longer term of at least three years. And so that would is a much more helpful thing than an eighth month hmm. snapshot when you're on an island and the island is like Maui <laughs> with, yeah. with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, I was thinking like maybe Mount Carmel could use this episode as like, <laughs> as like they could say, hey, check it out. Like we're totally doing a good job pitching it, but we bring up cocaine way too much. <laughs> They just, like, bleep it out. They have an edited version for their website. It's a problem with a lot of promotional material these days. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody always drops cocaine. Good into cocaine. Another video we can't use in church. <laughs> Dang. Uh, that's fine. Okay, question okay. for everyone, and it's a spitfire. 18-year-old you mm. at Bible school, whether you dated or not, pretend there's an amazing girl there. Mm. You talk to your 18-year-old self. Do you tell them? You should date, or do you tell them, no, don't do it? So if you could do it over again. Dave? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I basic, I tried to date immediately after. Yeah. Uh, I'd say do it and get hurt again because it's bliss. God is so good. <laughs> so good. Jesse? I think, I think, okay, in this situation, theoretically, I would say, hey, 18-year-old Jesse, listen. Wait until Bible school is done. Ooh. Theoretically, I think I would say that, but I don't. I, realistically, if if yeah. it was if eighteen year old Jesse was right here, I would actually say, I think you should do it. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is is it's kind, hardcore troll yourself. It's kind of like <laughs> no. It's kind of like it's like I think I think there's a lot of wisdom in waiting until you're out of that context. Mm. Because I think uh, I've seen a, a number of people benefit from that. Mm. But I think that realistically, like, my experience was really enriched by the mm. dating, by dating during it. And I, and I don't mm. think it took away from other people's experience. In fact, I was, I was mess involved in that community. I just didn't do the schoolwork. That's where it all came from. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm similar to Jesse. And I, my first reaction would be say, no, don't do it. Mm. But 
also similar to Dave, I don't want to make a blanket statement. Like it's really dependent on the situation and No, but you knew your eighteen year old situation. Yeah. I think I'd still lean towards wait till afterwards. Okay. Tanner, hammer time. <sighs> um I would tell myself to wait till afterwards. Hmm. Partly because of a personal maturity thing. Just, you know, I probably would have hurt less people, including mm. the people I dated. Mm. But um partly because I think I was able to date without giving all of myself and closing myself off to the class. Hmm. I think just personally that's I was just able to do that. But I think part of the Carmel teacher saying don't date everyone is you do have influence on the people around you. And so I think there were people in my class and people in my class at Regent and people in other classes I've seen who really would have benefited from not dating because they Mm. really cut themselves off. Mm. And so if I did anything to encourage that culture, I would say I should not. Does that make sense? It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've totally like, you totally see that too, right? Like where, where certain people are able to, to just balance it and stay in the community. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like some, some folks just based on their personality, just, they just seclude and they're gone. Mm. Okay. Great stuff. Uh, I don't think there probably is listener mail. And yeah, I can read a real quick one. Yeah, I love that. Listener mail, listener mail. Gonna have a listen to some listener mail. David Jordan, bless his heart. Okay, we have an email from Christy Nelson. I was gonna say Schlack. Right. Whoops. Christy from our Carmel class. Shout out. Hey, Christy. Is she in uh, BC or no nope. Alberta? Alberta. Bummer. She'll come back eventually to the truth. Anyway, Mm. she emailed us on Facebook Mm. and said, Hey, Design Brethren Podcast, can you do a podcast about whether Christians should be vegetarians? I've come across a few articles that make it into a controversial topic Mm. and think it would be an interesting topic to hear you guys talk about. So, Christy, we will do that soon. It is terrifying yeah. to me to do that topic. Yeah, I think we're going to do it eventually. I've got some different ones with veganism and mm. uh, whether we're allowed to eat in Hindu temples with blessed food that's all vegetarian. I plan on doing that at some point. So lots of topics around this. You live in a very different location than we do. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to visit and I want us to podcast at the Hindu temple that has a restaurant r- attached to it. So it's food that's been blessed to idols, but then is offered for really cheap. Oh. And so it's like a direct application of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and so we could eat it while talking about that. Isn't that crazy? It's a brethren thing to do to eat really cheap food. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, right there. <laughs> oh, that's such a great idea, Christy. We'll have to uh, handle that really well. <laughs> like we always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> handled this so well. Good joke. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, thanks for that, Tanner. Anything else? Uh, Josh, give a shout out to your video again. What's oh. your YouTube handle? My YouTube handle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what uh, it's called. I, th- I think it's Soccer McJosh. <laughs> That was the the email my dad gave me when I was like like 10 years old. (laughs) Jesse, what about you? What platforms are you doing these things going on? What do you mean platforms? It's going to take five minutes. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) What do you mean platforms, though? Tell us about. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I run a, uh, I'm r- currently running a t-shirt brand called Boru Brand. <laughs> yes, like, ladies and gentlemen, you need to check out. Uh, Boru is Japanese for bowl. <laughs> so you can go check that out on Instagram, B-O-R-U Brand. Um, could you produce a Desire and Brethren t-shirt um, on Boru We could do a, uh, a, yeah, I mean, we could figure something out. Well, we have to do an episode on bowls. We'll partner up. <laughs> we could do an episode on, every, all the designs have to do with bowls for those con- super, super confused. Um, it's a, yeah. You ever had a promo? You're also in a band. Oh yeah, I'm in a band. <laughs> Space classic. We're basically like, uh, we're like oh, the Beatles of, of the Pink Floyd, so. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, thank you, Soccer McJosh and uh, Space Classics you for probably com- uh, plug Carmel one or two more times. Uh, Jesse, you're up. I think you mean yeah, it's, uh, an uh, uh, it's an eight month discipleship program, and it's at uh, mountcarmel.net. Uh, you can go in the day in the life. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was enough. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for being on here and talking about this with us. That's it. Thanks for listening, you listeners out there. Let's go through all the names just so they get that again, right? Because that's what we do here. That's what we do. I am Jackson O'Brien. I'm Jesse Nicow. I'm David Short. I'm Josh Seward. And I'm Tanner Hoffs. Everybody say bye together. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Love you.